0: What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with your lovely panel of uh, whatever's uh, Sean Petit. What up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite, hey As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, uh, we're going to spoil those for you. I'm also going to give you some timestamps in the episode description, so you can skip anything you might need to skip. Our top story today is Detective Comics 1034 by Mariko Tamaki, Dan Mora, and Jordi Belair. That has to be the highest-numbered book uh, anyone's ever talked about on a podcast.
1: That's the (laughs)
2: highest-numbered book on the shelf, so probably. Uh, it, also, uh, Adam, I would like to thank you for respecting my pronouns. Uh, whatever, whoever mm. is my pronouns.
3: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs> Love it. Uh,
2: yeah, how are, how are y'all doing uh, this week, today, whatever, whatever time it is?
0: and whatever. I, mean, I had to kill a mouse like 20 minutes ago, so not great. Great, yeah, start
1: to, great starts of the week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that really jump-started things. Um,
1: I actually had something happen this week that's different Ooh. than regular.
2: Oh, that tell us right?
1: about I your. Something happened. I, I want to live vicariously through your something. Yeah, it, it wasn't like crazy, but it's crazy for COVID times. You know, it was pretty exciting. I saw yeah.
4: another person. I, dude, I
1: saw a few people. So I went to Grill the other day and I was like, all right, I'm going to first grill of the season. I'm getting hype. Open up my grill and it's fucking gross right (laughs) oh
2: i thought you were gonna say it was like a possum living no it was like
0: like, full of possums
4: yeah (laughs) it was actually the mouse from adam's place you kicked it out (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) exactly and it's just gross i'm just thinking me and christina are
1: looking at her like we should probably just get a new grill smash cut to home depot i just fucking impromptu just bought a brand new goddamn grill the other whoa that's
2: that's crazy that you did that because uh, Zach just like impromptu bought a TV last
1: week. Just early, like, early. It was just yeah. one of those things. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I should it. buy a grill. Just,
2: just do the thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, ours was that uh, we've had a smart <laughs> TV for like, I've had a smart TV for about like three years now. And yeah. like a year ago, it stopped the wireless card and it stopped working. So I was uh-huh. like, all right, fuck it. I got like a 50 foot. uh ethernet cable and just plugged it in but then in the last couple weeks it stopped reading the ethernet cable for some reason so (laughs) randomly while watching netflix it would just like pop in and out and say that it was disconnected and i uh we were watching tv last weekend and we were like watching like sherlock on netflix or something and i like started to fall asleep and then i woke up to zach being like all right i bought a tv let's go to best buy (laughs) what the
3: fuck (laughs) that's pretty
2: much where did i how long have i been asleep
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much what this was and we like i went i bought it uh you know through the box i built it and i grilled that night um Luckily, had enough light to finish before <laughs> I couldn't see <laughs> when I grill. And then since then, it's been like garbage weather ever since, and I'm pissed.
3: It's been it's just
1: slowly
0: eating your grill. I'm
1: just like, man, I really want to grill again, but it's been just raining ever since. i was like, well, at least the, the one day I decided to do it, it's not been, but. Yeah. Yeah, um, you would have been pissed got, if
2: you had made the decision, but
1: hadn't bought it yet. And then yeah. you're just like, next weekend. Oh, shit. I guess Motherf- not. Okay. Yeah, I'm just,
4: yeah, I just rolled through. It was like, yeah, give me that one. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, all that right. was exactly how.
4: Yeah, we did There's it. I got an impromptu statue of Black Cat today. So oh I'm, my uh, God! You guys
1: feel Ooh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We're all Im- we're impulse buying all over right, the yeah. place. Yeah,
0: Man. I've I've impulse bought some toys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think existence. Sam Heimer like recognizes my name when it comes through.
2: Oh yeah, I believe that.
0: <laughs> His shop system. Like <laughs> I, I spend a lot of money. I give a lot of my money to Sam Heimer.
2: <laughs> you're li- you're like uh Sam Heimer is is, is your version of the plant store for me. Right. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. Where they're
2: like, oh, we know you're in the uh, the frequent buyers program and they just like know my name already. I'm like, yeah.
1: Damn it. I haven't yeah. done one of those bigger impromptu buys in a while. Felt yeah. good. Not gonna good. lie.
2: It's good. I, I'm proud of you. Give it uh, up, you know, whenever I, I impromptu uh planted an herb garden today.
1: That wasn't an non no, impromptu you have like 10 Don't lie. <laughs> gardens. Don't lie, Casey. You were planting that shit out when I talked to you on Saturday. Yeah. I started
0: I started doing some garden prep this. Morning. You just wanted <laughs> to garden. Great. That's cool though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But the, but the impressive part is that I managed to create an herb garden DIY in my, like, three by three concrete cell of a backyard. That is impressive. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's... it's that takes, uh, it
1: takes some extra work, for sure. Yeah, you got
2: I, I took a... You know those, like, over-the-door, like, shoe-hanging things that yep. are, like, made of canvas? Mm-hmm. I took those and cut them so they don't hang too low and my dog won't pee on them. Perfect. A- and uh, filled them with little herbs. Oh. and Yeah, hung them on my wall. Oh, that's
0: that's adorable. Sounds
2: adorable. (laughs) I know it is. It's it's not full yet, though, so I have an excuse to buy, like, 12 more. (laughs) Well, uh,
0: I decided my big project crop this year is going to be popcorn.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. Hmm. So you're just going to have a cornfield?
0: Uh, A small patch of corn.
2: Cornfield. Got it. Well, it's
0: it's probably going to be about four rows. It's going to be, like, eight stalks. (laughs) I keep trying to talk Rachel into letting me... um, Set it up as a fence, mm. like mm-hmm. put it on the edge of the property as a pro- as a privacy fence. Yeah, why would you do yeah, that? That's just like great. I don't. Please don't plant corn in the front lawn. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be living just, in a house that has. Yeah,
1: I, I just assumed if you planted corn, you had to use it as a natural barrier. Like, what else is it for other than eating? <laughs> natural. <laughs> barrier. You could make a
2: maze out of it. Get it? Uh, that's a I'm it uh, much it's a pun, not corny that much, corn. It's a pun because maize is corn I, I did,
0: I did finally I'm put all uh, for that pun. Ah! Oh, stop it! But I, I put, I put in my uh my corny,
2: RJ. <laughs> there it is. And I put in my seeds
0: it. for my for this year's pumpkin patch as well. Nice, nice. pumpkins nice. again. Nice. It's getting exciting. Yeah, got
1: that green thumb. Good for you guys.
2: I, you know, I gotta have something.
1: That's yeah, I, f- <laughs> I feel that. I bought a grill i'm I'm also i'm also using
2: i'm i'm you know i'm doing some synergy with my covid psychosis because the herbs that i'm growing in my garden are less for cooking and more for magic Mm. so (laughs) (laughs) i love it going all in
0: well i think my sage plants uh waking back up Ooh, that's nice yeah i just i just planted some sage and some
2: peppermints yeah lavenders you know
0: I have like four different kinds of mint that have totally taken over part of my garden. Like permanently. Like so, they own that. So
2: everything is just refreshing that you cook? <laughs>
0: yeah. Thanks. Well, I, I, I grow it as a pest barrier because rabbits and mice don't like it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. And, then, and then you put it in your mojitos.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. Right? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. else you would use mint for other than random cooking things. But I don't even know what you would cook with mint.
0: I don't really eat it. I just use it as pest control. Yeah, all right,
2: it's fair. Yeah, you should start drinking mojitos. Yeah. They are quite refreshing.
0: Or just like mint juleps. I can live like a fancy boy. Ooh,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll have to get an big old hat.
0: Yeah, I'll have to get a big old hat and an all white tuxedo <laughs> with a bola tie. Yeah.
2: To declare,
0: <laughs> start telling people what all the time,
4: and then, <laughs> and then you start. I said, getting, I said. You just turn into Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> and then you start getting really into oil, and you're like, "What? Where has this gone?" Am and I, my face starts to I just become, droop. I've become the villain in my own story.
0: <laughs> I just How slowly did I become
4: be- Daniel Plainview <laughs> all of a sudden.
0: I become like a werewolf version of Mitch McConnell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Mitch McConnell is the werewolf version of Mitch McConnell.
1: He <laughs> yeah, just becomes. I'm a cartoon oil tycoon. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> All because
0: I grew too much mitt one summer. Exactly.
1: Yeah, we call him Adam Rockefeller now. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, man. You got to be careful.
0: <laughs> Once you get that big hat, you're done. It's
1: over. Right, it's over.
0: This is this is uh, as far as I want to go in this conversation. <laughs> so comic books yeah i got some comics we Uh, read some of those
2: yeah uh the finale of one of our favorite books came out this week uh taskmaster number five uh by friend of the show jed mckay uh alessandro Viti, and guru efx Um, i'm upset that this is the finale i know i really want there to be more but it's it's the worst thing about
0: this book it's one of those things that
2: definitely needed a conclusion because like sure you know like taskmaster is great but i feel like Fifty issues in would get tired, Um, so it's it's very gratifying to have a conclusion to this story. But I do hope that Jed gets some more because he writes them just so fucking perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. I agree with that.
2: Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically this one starts out and it's uh Taskmaster like going through retelling all the steps that he's done to to open this like Rubicon trigger, which is the whole reason that Maria Hill was quote unquote murdered. Um. And he's like talking to her and he's like, okay, so. Why are we actually doing this? Like uh, you know we're getting played, right? Like you have spent so much of your life playing people that you don't see when you're getting played, like what the what the fuck is going on, and then they just start getting into a fight, and taskmasters like, yo, I'm who made you, like Maria Hill didn't make you i I did bitch, like and then <laughs> yeah, while much. they're fighting, they just aren't paying attention well enough, and Black Widow just blows up their fucking. Truck. <laughs>
3: I love it. She yeah. blows up the car, and
2: uh, I love that immediately. Taskmaster just ejects the seat, but the car is <laughs> it's on its sideways. side, so yeah. he just flies. And, and then he's like, "All right, now's the time." It's just me and Widow, and then he just runs. I love,
1: <laughs> I love this whole like lead-in about like what his actual, what his superpower actually is at his level that yeah. separates him from the other quote unquote jamokes, which is great. It came up again. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just cowardice. Which is I it, think is great. Yeah, it's just he's like, I know when I should run. I yeah. know better. Yeah.
4: I love that uh, he's as skilled as widow or like anyone else, but it's also just like mixed with dumb fuckery. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, totally. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. He knows when he's when he's too outmatched, you know? Yeah. Um so yeah, they end up she ends up catching him, of course, and they have like a really good fight. And he's like mm-hmm. trying to keep her on her on her toes the best he can. And then right as she's, like, about to murder him, it all clicks in his head. And he's like, stop, stop, don't kill me, Maria Hill's not dead. And she's like, Sh- shut up, you idiot. And, and then Maria Hill walks up and says, yeah, no, he's right. No, yeah, I'm definitely not dead, <laughs> Yeah, no, dead, I'm guys. definitely not dead. Which I think I called that in a previous conversation about you this book. Have, I, wanna, I think you did. Pretty sure I called that Maria. Because no one who dies off panel is dead. <laughs> like, if Star Wars has taught me anything, if you fall into a giant chasm and are not seen dying on screen, you are not fucking dead.
4: I mean, you could <laughs> die on screen in Star Wars instead. I mean, yeah, dead. you know yeah, what I mean. But still.
2: Um, so yeah, you yeah, have t- your head
0: removed from your body on screen,
2: <laughs> still
0: screaming. <laughs> Just look <laughs> yeah. <like> at Maul.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then, then Maria Hill gives her uh, what is essentially a villain speech. And turns out, yeah, turns out that the Rubicon trigger was the um, device created by Norman Osborn when he was the head of the Avengers. And it is like a doomsday device that will just fuck everything up. And he was like going to turn it on right before Asgard happened. And then he was like dethroned. Um, And she's like, okay, so yeah, this thing exists. We can't find it because it's just, it's a loaded gun in the atmosphere that is impossible to find. And I can't open it because I'm not S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. So I needed to convince somebody to do it for me. And then Taskmaster's like, why didn't you just hire me? And she's like, would you have done it? He's like, fuck no, are you crazy? (laughs) 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 I'm not stupid. She's like, yeah, exactly. So she, you know, manipulated everyone in the process. And uh, (laughs) I love that. So so he's like, all right, fine. I'll be your monkey. I'll be your pawn. Mm -hmm. I'll do the thing. So he does the thing, and he, like, does all the, you know, because essentially, if you weren't listening to the previous episodes, um, he they needed the kinetic signature of three separate people who none of them are no longer, none of them are in S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. So mm-hmm. it's, like, he had to f- track each one down and, like, watch them move so he could, like, replicate their kinetic si- signature. So he, like, pretends to be Coulson, pretends to be, um, I forget the the Korean... Uh, uh, Amy Han. Amy Han, and then he, um has to be okoye and then it it like unlocks rubicon trigger and so uh um uh, maria hill's like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the uh the code to deactivate and he's like rubicon trigger activate and they're like what the fuck
0: <laughs> it's morphin time just
4: hot yeah. potato with a with a wmd
2: yeah and yeah. then <laughs> they're all like you fucking bastard what the fuck and then the the the, the like internal monologue as he's leaving is like they'll be fine they always figure it out like it's nothing's gonna happen but I just had to remind them who the fuck they're dealing with <laughs> it's just like, so I just love the tagline
1: need a bastard call taskmaster need a bastard
2: call taskmaster <laughs> so good oh my god yeah that that like little like oh yeah he is a villain like you know like yeah, that, uh, that little like twist at the end where it's just like ah, I gotta twist the knife like I know you'll succeed but you know I, I, I gotta co- make it hard yeah. for you
1: and he does the cool guys don't look at explosions walk away you know like he just rolls right out of the house it's crazy. oh yeah
2: and they're all like where the fuck did he go i'm gonna fucking kill him And he's just like waltzing away yeah <laughs> i also like that even the skull has like a little shit-eating grin at the end so it's great
1: yeah yeah is terrifying <laughs> yeah right like he shouldn't make that face <laughs> like, it's, it scares me
2: uh this
1: is great this- though yeah. Great yeah. ending. I'm upset that it's over, though.
2: I know. Yeah. It, it's, it's bittersweet. But yeah, I hope that this means that, that he gets to write more of him because it's so good.
1: Yeah.
4: Or For he'll sure. get another great dumpster character <laughs> that will make everyone fall in love with. Exactly. I just or hope or to see him
0: characters. get a nice ongoing. Yeah. That'd be and sick. not something that's like, you know, part of an anthology or just a five issue.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, is it right. Black Cat ongoing, or like it was ongoing, and then it got like re- Black Cat's ongoing. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, then
0: I take it back. Yeah,
2: it was like twelve issues, and then it got relaunched, even though it has the same writer, and now I think it's ongoing again. <laughs> so also,
4: why I, I'll play the I'll play the rumor game and the and put a put a uh, speculation out there. But he's one of my theories as to who's going to take Venom after Kate's. Uh. Oh. I could see that. That would be a very different vibe, but I, he could totally pull that I off. say rumor in that I haven't heard that in the internet anywhere, but you I'm just saying. You're that, putting like, it out into the right, world. Yeah, yeah, I'm just you know, trying to manifest that. <laughs> I, think, I think he'd kill that book.
2: Yeah, I think he would too. That'd be great.
1: Okay. Very different vibe. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: yep. Let's y'all get, y'all ready to get sad? Yeah, sad, get sad? sad down.
1: Uh, Barbalian again, Red Planet number five. Um, also by, the end of yeah, also a the miniseries. conclusion, yep, yeah. uh, by Tate Bromwell Jeff Lemire, Gabriel Hernandez Walter and Jordi Belair so this is our final issue this is really where we kind of get the I guess the the, the Barb alien that we know so he gets brought back to he's getting brought back to, he gets brought back to Mars to like stand trial for all of for just being Himself, Ugh, yeah. So brutal for, for for being gay and for consorting with humans. For, yeah, that's that's his crimes. That is his crime. He's labeled a traitor um, by this family, um, and then he's kind of put on trial. Then they basically tell him you have you, you have three months to live, but you can't go back to Earth. And uh, interspersed with this is the um the kind of the love interest that he's been uh with this whole time, Miguel. Miguel, him. Gearing up for his big final um, hurrah against uh, the protesting and going against the actual uh, to, at, at City Hall, I believe they're going to. Because mm-hmm. um, this is all in the, the 80s, right?
2: Yeah, it's the AIDS epidemic. So, yeah. like late
1: 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Um, and I just love these panels. It's like a cla- like a nine panel thing, but like as they're kind of leading towards it, like there's just like drops of blood on one of the panels, and they're telling the story. And then as it gets farther and farther and farther, it's just like saturated, and getting soaked.
2: And there's a, there's a lot of really good um, mirror image of like yeah, um, and, and Miguel like doing the exact same motion, and like the panel out is mm-hmm. is identical, and they're they're like going through the same like.
1: The feelings—they're all resisting what they've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. what they've been told that they have to do, and eventually, once Barbellion gets that sentence, he's like three months. Fuck y'all, and just <laughs> breaks out and just kill, like finally resists bucks back against the system, just kills everybody. Um, yeah, he does for just being himself. Um, and on the other side, they had the big protest. The one of the, one of the characters the character we've met, Doctor Day, who also has powers, joins. The uh the protesters also yeah Doctor Day well.
2: and and nightclub and the nightclub, like yeah oh man so good
1: it was so great um, I want this fucking West Coast Avengers like Dude, right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and they kind of again they're going through this they're fighting back and forth um and so uh, the intersp it's all interspersed together there's two main stories Miguel's trying to get the Pride flag on the pole during this protest um and like just cuz that, like that's that's going to be the final symbol of that what he wants to do to me And and sure. that's kind
2: of what he did in the first when we mm-hmm. were introduced to the character too. Like yeah. that's kind of his his move is like trying to take down the American flag and replace it with the Pride flag. Yeah.
1: And on the other side you have Barbarian fighting against this guy who's like trying to capture him and realize like look and he's the, the guy he's trying to tell Barbarian like look you're just as bad as us. He's like um he's like you act if anger can't be just. Like just because I'm angry and I'm killing people doesn't mean I'm not doing the right thing. Like you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually, basically... Yeah.
2: Sometimes th- violence is fucking justified. Yeah, Especially when you've experienced so much violence in your fucking life. Yeah, When you bite back, it is not the same.
1: Yeah, and he's like, basically, I'm not you. I'm not my father. I'm not any... I'm me, and I'm stronger because of it. And you're the weak one here because you can't get out of this. You can't be yourself. It's just lots of... Uh, subtext in in this <laughs> uh, mini series about yeah no you just don't to be but at that point you know again we're interspersed and at that time he finally like is going to go back to Miguel because he knows what he's about to do right and he knows it's going to be really dangerous and just as um Miguel gets to the top of the flagpole he he switches the American flag out for the Pride flag uh he's celebrating screaming no more blood and it, <laughs> my man gets shot it's like <laughs>
3: because uh, of course he does yeah of
1: course he does <laughs> uh but you see like it was one of those it's like relief like he knows like he knew he was gonna die probably doing something like this and he's not upset about it but you know barbellion does catch him i think he ends up dying anyway but at this point that's when barbellion really decides like look i need to be me and i'm going to start helping people um here on earth regardless of what people say he to, and just be himself he like he quits be, quits the co- <laughs> i loved how he stopped oh, the being way a cop. He,
2: oh the way he quits is amazing
1: yeah he pretty much puts his badge down on the table on his like very bigoted partner um he like stops being like his human self and transforms into bar and he's basically get the hell away from me do your job save lives and go fuck yourself <laughs>
3: it's like,
1: this dude knows this dude knows how to quit a job <laughs>
4: Um, Mike. drop also
1: what a good way to reveal you've been a
2: superhero the whole time right (laughs)
4: right wow Uh, (laughs) yeah um
1: and that's pretty much just like and then it kind of rolls into is like you know no matter what happens like we'll never stop fighting and it ends with the image of the pride flag flying and like um and miguel actually like in the hospital but I think getting he- uh, healed by that Doctor Light woman. so he may yeah. Because not... you see, like his finger twitch his finger at the end, t- the so. classic, yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> still, like this was a heavy mini series for one of the yeah. heavier, sad characters in Black Hammer. But getting kind of this origin and why he is the way he is, man. Like it wasn't going to be fun. No, that's for y'all. sure. But it was very well done. Yeah, like um, the last
2: time a comic like. Made me actually break down in tears was like I want to say it was Black Hammer number nine. Oh my god, that it's, reveal! Whew. Yeah, it's the one with Golden Gale uh-huh. and with him, and yeah. you realize what the hell is actually going on with that. I fucking yeah. cried, yeah. bro. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> this, one, this one i didn't good. because it, i i was expecting all of this a little yeah, bit more you,
1: you know a little bit because <laughs> if you already read black hammer and you kind yeah, of and like, you're you like know.
2: hmm, it takes place during the aids epidemic i don't think it's gonna have a happy ending <laughs> right
0: yeah <laughs> i don't think this is all gonna be parties and, and yeah and yeah, laughing
1: exactly. and exactly um I,
2: i've i've read up on my queer history nothing seems to go well
1: <laughs> yeah uh, great series i think it captures so both like obviously but i think it captured that part of that the history as well like i think it did a good job telling oh, yeah. like, that story um aside from the actual barbarian character
2: oh yeah i mean like pride's a riot like that's yeah you know like it's it's all all of the all queer history is centered in you know violence from the police and from the state right
1: um yeah. and then just another great entry in this world of black hammer uh that we've we're starting to get um running in tandem with this. We had the Colonel Weird book. We had the the um Skull Digger and Skeleton yeah. Boy. We had the other Black Hammer books that have come out and we have, you know, the main Black Hammer books kinda of coming back soon. So Yeah, and Visions is still going. So it's pretty it. worth checking out if you haven't already. There's a lot of material you can and go and this learn is about I think we've world. said
2: this with every Black Hammer one, but this one, um you can just read it on your own not knowing anything about Black Hammer. It yeah. kind of ruins the reveal if you read this first and then well like a lot of the all, the all the subtext of him being gay in the book before you before he comes out is very like obvious yeah. looking back you know? a lot of the
1: world of black hammer books you can read separate i think they've done a good job with that Totally, um, cuz they're they're prequels a lot of them yeah. um, i've so been
0: you- wanting to go back and, and check those out
2: yeah, yeah, they have really nice library editions, oh, too. They
1: do. They're very pretty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they I don't are. trust myself with library editions.
4: Yeah, because you go to are. the beach all the time with your books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like to read on the beach. I don't see why that's a crime. I get it.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's just huge hardcover, yeah, at the beach, it's like what is yeah, the like guy like doing? pulling
0: it out of a hardcover slipcase.
1: Yeah, get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get those giant. <laughs> I I gotta get my absolute buses. edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, your absolute you, Sandman edition. You get it? It is
4: like wrapped in plastic, and you like take it, you like gingerly touching it, and you like unwrap the plastic, <laughs> and you sit down in a pile of sand as a wave just comes. And then a big a
0: big breeze comes by.
2: A seagull re- <laughs> just takes a shit on
4: it. I
0: remember I was reading um, the second volume of the Dan Slott, Mike Allred, um, Silver Surfer on the beach one time, and I was holding the first issue of of that volume, and there's just this breeze, and it, like th- as soon as I opened it, I was like, this book is ruined, and then it just kept getting blown around, and like like bl- almost blown off the staples. Oh and my one God. friend looked at me, and he goes, "Is that an issue one of something that you're destroying right now?" <laughs> I was like, "It is, and it's my favorite book right now."
2: It's my favorite thing I've ever owned. I'm gonna
1: fuck <laughs> it up beyond pieces repair.
4: Pieces it starting going into the wind.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh
3: my
4: god! Whoa. All right, that's fantastic. That brings it to me. Yeah, it does. Sure, nice. does most anticipated book of the year, pretty much. I just
2: I just want to point out, you know, there's been a theme in the last couple of weeks of me stealing picks and R- yeah, RJ. I didn't let you have this one. RJ prefaced it with like if you try to steal Harley Quinn, I will cry. I will cry.
4: <laughs> Prepared for you to only take it over my dead body. <laughs> anyway. Harley Quinn number one by Stephanie Phillips, Riley Rosmo, and Ivan Placentia. Um, I'm so glad
2: Stephanie this. Phillips is getting like big two books. She's so
1: yeah. great. Yeah, I'm so I glad really she's am. on
4: this book. Yeah. I enjoyed this as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh the book opens up with, with Harley falling into a cake that says I'm sorry on it. <laughs> and then uh a very angry killer croc and they're in the sewer and they have a they have a like a huge double splash page fight which is awesome. And um she just keeps apologizing, and <laughs> she's like, you know, I just wanted to give you cake and take your Netflix password, just like old times. Do like, you know how hard it is to get in a
2: gluten-free cake in Gotham? <laughs> Apparently, how- <sighs> Killer Croc is like yeah, she's intolerant. Like, You're half reptile. How are you gluten intolerant? <laughs> well, we
0: don't know that reptiles aren't gluten intolerant. All they eat are, you know critters
2: i mean i know that most dogs are gluten intolerant the hard way so i would also (laughs) assume lizards are
4: (laughs) so yeah then then she gets out um she like climbs out of the sewer and there's these really cool pages Mm. she she starts getting harassed by uh just people because there's a lot of clown hate now that after the joker war like everyone's just i mean can you blame them Like, you know, they could, everyone's, like, there's, like, potential, like, Joker minions everywhere, so they just think that she's part of that bunch. Right. Um, Well,
2: and, you know, she's been a Joker minion for majority of the existence of her character, (laughs) and she's been replaced by a different clown girlfriend. So they're like, yeah, she's just like that punchline chick. Yeah. And it's just like, man, could you not compare me to my ex's new girlfriend? Thanks. Yeah, that and, would uh, be great.
0: Yeah, my yeah, abusive ex's yeah, uh, right? girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you know that that guy's an asshole, right?
4: <laughs> there's also the, like, in the pages of it happening, there's also these cool, like, shadow figures of her in her old costume, mm-hmm. um, kind of just, like, feeding to her anxiety. Uh, and like, yeah, they're and like the what she
1: flashbacks—they're really cool. It th- th- was well also done. like
2: what she would do if she were that Harley. Right. Still, Just just beat the s- like snot smashing out
4: of the fuck out of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then she goes home and um, she sees that her, her window is open. She's like, "Who? Who? It's like someone must have broken in. It's like who broke in? They chose the wrong shabby chic apartment in Little Santa Frisca. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's Batman. Of course, it is. Yeah. Uh, so." This is where their conversation is this this is where we get the kind of the mission statement for the book, Mm -hmm. which is essentially Harley has this big conspiracy board wall of people that she's felt that she's wronged and that she wants to apologize to. So that was the cake in Killer Croc. And then there's just (laughs) like all of like, you know, like the rogues and um. And then there's also like a a brown envelope that says Pam on it, and Batman like goes to go see what it is, and she's like, "No, not that one. I'm not ready for that one." It's like, "Oh no, oh, oh no,
1: yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a heavy issue." Uh-huh.
4: Um,
0: uh, I like how she's like, "Um, so when do I start getting some of that Batman money?"
4: Right? <laughs> yeah, <And she's laughs> yeah, like, right? yeah. And like, you know, I was thinking replace my countertops, get a better bat toaster. It puts your logo right on the toast. Bat, bat, bat toast.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then Which is like funny bat, because, bat, uh, ma- yeah. Batman's a- just
1: like, uh, yeah, no, you have to prove your worth, like
4: yeah. knowing full well he has or, no fucking no, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally not revealing that he's broke.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's so like, you're gonna have to ask Dick on that one,
4: right? Yeah, <laughs> he's got all the money now. Yep.
0: Um does Does Bruce know that Dick has all the money? I don't think. I don't so. think.
2: I don't think so. Not yet. I'm, I'm sure that funny. will be a very interesting issue. That's, yeah, yeah
0: that I'm sure be that'll really come up when yeah he just turns into a giant brat about it. <laughs>
4: He just starts wearing like couture, and just like uh, starts like dressing in designer. That'd be so and, good.
2: Uh, it'd be really funny if Dick started giving Bruce an allowance. Oh, yes, that-, that would be
1: amazing. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> like, is like, that's so bye,
0: dumb. buddy. It's bide.
1: <laughs> well, it was Alfred's, and now it's mine. So suck it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Alfred liked me
4: more. Man, <laughs>
1: nah, 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 nah. That's not surprising. You shouldn't <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Anyway.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh... Uh, and then uh, Batman takes a call from Oracle and Harley's like, what's that? Do you, do you hear the voices too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like my favorite joke in this. <laughs> so then they, they go um, to the Funland, which is like an amusement park. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Why does Gotham even still have amusement parks? Dude,
4: right? I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're just building Joker
0: headquarters. It was just reminding
4: like, me of the, uh, like the climax to Birds of Prey. Yeah, oh yeah, because I just think about the movie all the time. Oh, that's so. a good. And point. we
0: talked we talked about this on dueling genre versus Batman: The Animated Series. How like there always seems to be some sort of abandoned joke store or abandoned amusement park <laughs> joke or a, store or like abandoned like two faced themed restaurant right. that where, like
4: <laughs> where are all these criminals coming from, Batman? I don't know. It's like, well, you know, you just not like there's breeding grounds all over the place for right.
2: Yeah, there's an amusement park
4: themed villains.
2: An abandoned ice factory, an abandoned bird. uh, What's it called? (laughs) No, no, the the penguin.
0: The penguin showed up for the first time living in an abandoned birdseed factory. (laughs) Classic. Like, I can't tell if you're
4: kidding or not. I'm not prepared for Dan Moore's Batman because he's kind of hot, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Oh
0: no. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, uh. it was a shameless plug check out uh dueling or uh, join our patreon so that you can check out dueling genre versus batman the animated yeah. se- series yeah. hosted yeah. by yours truly and sometimes with these idiots
1: yeah you get an yeah. episode of us yelling about batman it's a great time
0: yelling Man, is yeah we yell and, as opposed to the
1: episode.
4: other show where we just e- also yell about batman correct <laughs> <Like we're laughs> yeah, right I just, I, yeah i
0: just yeah i love that batman's hot right now and then we're also doing so a batman right related thing. i
4: i also love that like
2: I haven't, li- you know, the other episodes haven't come out yet, so I haven't actually to listened to them, but I guarantee you, we just yell more than everyone else on that show. Probably.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I had to have, like, a talk with Casey afterwards. It's like, Casey, no <laughs> one wants to listen to someone yell at them but, very well,
2: The way he phrased it, too, he's like, just imagine that, you know, the microphone is your audience, so you wouldn't yell at someone six feet in front of your face, and i am yeah, like, I don't think so. No, yeah, six, have you met me? <laughs>
0: six inches in front of your
2: when face. When I say six feet, yeah, yeah. six inches. Yeah, but still, statement still stands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway back to this book right, I, so, I, sorry, yep. we, I like this guy with the joker tattoo like on his weird um like george lucas frog neck thing, right it's kevin? yeah
4: <laughs> so we we meet one of the new recurring characters for the for the ongoing which is kevin and he has this yeah he has a he has a weird he's
1: got a joker throat pouch tattoo yeah
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, it also reminds me of the part of birds of prey where she meets that dude that she got tattooed his on and like she like ducks down and he gets shot with an arrow. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Poor love that guy, movie so much.
0: <laughs> That's going to be a hell of a thing to cover up later in life.
4: Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Hopefully Turtle uh, turtlenecks, Bro. So, yeah, uh, Kevin is being harassed because he used to be part of Joker's gang and um, Batman steps down and starts fighting all of them. And there's this cool page where like the shadow of Batman starts like forming the panels. And they it was all, really they're cool all, like fighting uh Batman and then um uh Batman's confronting him in the in the mirror hall of mirrors and <laughs> Harley Quinn just smashes through them <laughs> and she was like no let let me uh let me talk to him and you know I can try to help and do some good cuz so this book is you know it's all about her trying to redeem herself so taking on kevin as like a protege is also part of that now
1: yeah she has a unique skill set of being like of knowing the joker probably better than anyone but also still just being a licensed like psychologist right (laughs) at at least (laughs) at one point it's like Kevin's
4: like there's no way your license is still valid. (laughs) yeah yeah
0: after being a maniac and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> serial burglar for the last however many years
4: Yeah And it's like uh, It's like alright sweet I get to work with Batman and he's like I don't know if that's what happened He's like listen Bats and I know each other better than anyone <laughs> You It's like you. Sometimes things are better unspoken You heard apathy but to me uh, He said good job Harley I'm so glad you're back in Gotham
0: <laughs> But then also, I think her first in- Piece of advice to that dude, she'd be like, "You should invest in like a beard or like some scarves, yeah,
2: turtle, <laughs> turtlenecks. Maybe, maybe yeah. turtlenecks should become your thing. Scarves, <laughs> just
4: bandanas, anything. Yeah. A big,
2: a big like all black eagle cover up tattoo. Just
4: something, something yeah. else. Um, <laughs>
3: something maybe
2: a bat. Oh, you could get a bat cover up with yeah, that tattoo. There you go. And then she gets,
4: yeah. she gets back home. She." Climbs up in her apartment, and Batman left a bat toaster. <laughs> it's so adorable. I love it so much. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's the best way to tie everything together." I just that's love that awesome. this universe <laughs> has
1: a bat toaster. Like, there's merchandise well, for them. Have yeah, you? Read, oh, absolutely. You've read some
4: of Tynan's run. There's a whole bat-themed restaurant that they yeah. go to, <laughs> and it's all great. the time. Oh my
0: god! Oh, it's man. funny because, like, I, I that's got to bother Bruce because like on one end, like he could probably serve them a cease and desist. Or get some money off the merchandising, mm-hmm. but he'd have to admit to being Batman. Exactly, himself. that's the problem. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the worst part. Like now that he's broke, like fuck, I could be making money off this shit, but then I'd have to tell people who I am. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't
2: it be funny if the way he gets his money back is by becoming like a capitalist shill and like selling and his own t-shirts? Batman? Yeah, licensing yeah. Batman.
0: <laughs> Batman the t-shirt. Batman the toaster. That would be Batman, Batman the, the flamethrower. <laughs>
2: Batman the oh Batman. shit, he's gonna become Elon Musk. Oh
3: no! <laughs> he already oh, has
4: flamethrowers though. Yeah. <laughs> But he
2: can't. He doesn't sell the flamethrowers.
4: Uh, that's yeah. that's the difference. They're not bat branded flamethrowers. The, the real question is, who is he going to get to run his merch stand? <laughs> mm, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh the the last thing that happens in the book is it kind of sets up the next few issues with a villain, and we go to Rockwood Hospital, um, and they talk about how they're you know Gotham's tired of the clown problem. And we see uh them letting go Hugo Strange. Always yeah. a great idea. And then he's like, Bring in the clowns and I'm like, Oh, well, all right. <laughs> yeah That's great. Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah, Hugo Strange, the guy you definitely wanna let out of jail and just have him do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah.
4: Always <laughs> works out cool. great. Yep.
2: Give him full reign. Awesome.
4: But I'm yeah. I'm um. glad that they're like anchoring it with a with a known villain and it's going to be yeah, cool to see. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, And it's sure. not
2: the Joker again, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure yeah, the Joker will be a part of it, but he's he's not the first villain, so that's nice. Um, uh, this yeah, is you is know, so
4: good. Yeah, it's it was so really good, good. And
2: I really love, you know, not to get on my soapbox like I always do, but I, I love the common theme of all comics across the board seem to be having this realization that, like, maybe punching criminals isn't enough. And maybe that's actually worse than just, you know, helping them. Yeah, like, Uh, especially in
1: Batman. yeah exactly yeah
2: yeah. so like like you know rehabilitation and like funding for things that prevent crime and like people getting a second chance and people not being labeled as a lifetime criminal because they then they will be a lifetime you know if you don't give them a chance to do better then they'll they'll never will because you you can't you're not letting them you know yeah there's one of
0: two things that happens to criminals in gotham they either get their brains smashed in by batman or they get locked in a box forever
1: Mm -hmm. yeah or, like, yeah, or Joker kills sometimes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, or they're just dead. Yeah, that yeah. happens a lot.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they become, and, and like, you know, it, it, there's obviously a lot of like, I don't know, like, like financial things that could also be happening with that, too. But Batman doesn't have money anymore. So that also takes away that whole thing. My, my whole thing has always been like, hey, Batman, you have billions of dollars. Why don't you just invest in community? I think that's what would be really
1: interesting because now yeah. the whole, when we talked about Nightwing, I think Alfred saw that Dick would do that, and now yeah, that he exactly. has the means, it'll be interesting to see where they take that.
2: I'm sure Tom Taylor will have yeah. some some opinions on on that matter specifically. Right. And so yeah, I, I just cool. I love that. Yeah, across the board, Daredevil is is exactly the same oh, concept. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's a lot of that going on in comics in general. Which is good. And I, it's it's great. Yeah, I feel like that's. I saw somebody like right when Black Lives Matter was happening, talk about like the cultural implication of like we need to stop portraying criminals as like capital C criminals like like, like right. it's a different species yeah. you know like yeah. it's a, a person that yeah exactly yeah. they're they're people that make mistakes like uh-huh. the end like you know and uh yeah Harley's a perfect character to do more of that storyline with as you know you, well, yeah
4: I would like to say that uh Phillips's voice for her is is perfect oh it's spot um, on if you're so, like I totally understand that that character isn't for everyone but if you're someone who didn't really like the kind of like Deadpool-esque-ness of just shoving her into everything and the the way her book in rebirth and new 52 was with like, you know, just lots of gags, this might be worth a try because it it is a a different angle and the it is still jokey but it's way more my speed of comedy where it's uh not like the Deadpool ramp. It's yeah. it's way more <laughs> you know, just kind of sprinkled in.
1: It doesn't feel forced. It feels, yeah. na- it's very natural. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. she
2: she nails her voice. And I, I can confirm because I am exactly there with you. Never really cared about Harley because she's just been DC's Deadpool. She was either Joker's girlfriend or DC's Deadpool. Like right. those were the only two that I've right. ever really seen her as. And like... Yeah, this is a this is a perfect way to revamp the character mm-hmm. and make her her own I think thing. The, and
4: the biggest surprise for me of the like rebirth era was between Tynan's run and this book, and just like you know, like the Birds of Prey movie was finding out that I like I love the character a lot, and like the, you know <laughs> right? you can actually use her really well, and she's yeah. great when she's written like that.
1: Yeah, this character's had a bit of a renaissance over the last just like couple of years, which in yeah. a great way.
4: Yeah. Yeah, She's not just
2: Stockholm Syndrome the right. character.
0: She's she's a yeah. full-fledged
1: Stockholm character. Stockholm
2: Syndrome with boobs. Yeah. That's with always my hammer. problem
0: is just like, like people kind of fetishizing the relationship between Harley and the Joker. Yeah,
2: no, that's not. Yeah. I don't like that one bit.
1: Nope. It's like, no, that's yeah. the opposite of like
2: yeah and and it's ever since of what you want <laughs> ever since her getting away from him there's been a lot of focus
4: on that too
1: that's really cool and specifically and, pointing that out too well, that's yeah good. there's exactly.
4: a there's like some absolutely fantastic moments in joker war with her and joker and punchline <gasps> i'm stoked uh, to read that it's, i just picked
1: up the hardcover i'm pretty fantastic. excited about it
4: uh titan's harley is also great um mm-hmm. Yeah, this book—I'm so glad it lived up to expectations. I was—I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> it's really good.
0: Yeah, w- yeah, when you were like, "Oh, I want to cover Harley Quinn," I was like, oh, "I guess I can read a Harley Quinn book." But really, ended up enjoying every bit of this, and like the panel placement and layout is really, really creative and awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's that's something also too that I see people going that you know Rosmo isn't exactly people's bag all the time, but I think the art really works for it, and it's the he's totally. Got, great sense of um action and uh it's really it plays into her personality really well yeah they do
1: some really cool thing he does like they do some really cool things with the art especially with like the showing what she's thinking stuff and like yeah kind of like that those panels you talked about that was really cool like it's a it's a tough thing to kind of visualize and it it fit really
0: well on the page so yeah yeah it's great <laughs> so cable number nine. cable.
1: Also
4: hilarious. <laughs> By Jerry Duggan and Phil Dodo.
0: Yeah. I love Jerry Duggan, man.
4: This book so had good. me rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we we start out, we 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 get um uh cable and esme mm-hmm. just uh shutting down an aim. Submarine, yeah, and then like lo-
4: going undercover as beekeepers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and then they launched themselves out of the uh torpedo bay, which was kind <laughs> of funny, yeah, that was great. And then they, they it, it's so weird, this like Scott and Emma like chaperoning cable in Esme, <laughs> it, yeah,
2: like, especially, st- yeah, it's very like mom and dad step daughter and stepson kind of like i mean it's not it's it's not a it's not weird necessarily because x-men is always weird but it's definitely like oh yes our our children are fucking and we're also fucking this is kind of yeah but like like, like at the same time
0: like like scott and emma aren't really a thing anymore
2: oh but they're fucking we know they're fucking
0: are
4: they they don't kiss they don't kiss like uh gene scott and logan do yeah, yeah it's, she's. It's she's not. It's not
1: about it. love. It's not about love with them. You know, no. that's. It's purely physical. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, it's strange.
4: I, I love Phil notos Emma so much, and she. He gave her a poncho in this, and it's so. It's so pretty. <laughs> so good. <I> love
0: it. <laughs> but yeah, so so they they come aboard. I guess this is the Marauder. It looks like or some other one of the other x boats. I
1: think it's just a yacht.
0: Yeah, I think I think I feel like Emma or <laughs> I mean, the X-Men x in general yachts. just have a shitload of boats. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, boats are are so expensive. Like
2: Yeah, but they own a nation. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So, um Cables like, look, I can't really stay. I have to get to the bottom of this whole strife thing, this whole mutant babies thing, and then he's like, "Uh, just uh can you apologize to Esbe for me?" and then just jumps off the boat. <laughs> And swims
1: so great, and then Emma turns so stupid
2: because he can teleport, right?
0: And then, and then Emma turns to Esme and is like, "Well, uh, he'd rather throw himself into the ocean than spend time with you," <laughs> <laughs> which is like oh, the worst man. way to say what just happened. Yeah. So then we get like the rev- it's kind of like a the rest of this issue is basically a heist movie where in the building the team part. Everyone says no.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like everyone's yeah. like, no, yeah. fuck you.
4: Or because he's just going up to because
0: he's going up to everyone like, hey, do you want to help me find Strife? And they're like, no, fuck you. Yeah, yeah or
1: love, he
4: just
0: fucks other go- shit up
1: too. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: like oh, he yeah. he shows up to Badgerpore to to meet with Logan slash Patch and then just blows his cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just fucks the whole mission. Which whatever. is
2: also because fu- we've talked about how stupid it is that Patch is a cover at all. <laughs> yeah, after right. being Patch right. and Madripoor for how yeah. many fucking decades?
0: If anything, it draws more attention to him because, like, if I'm in a room full of people and one of them has mm-hmm. an eye patch, I'm going to stare at the guy with the eye patch. Yeah, I'm
1: noticing that guy first,
0: and then noticing, <laughs> hey, that guy looks exactly like Wolverine.
4: How many people yeah. have Wolverine's haircut? It's the only haircut that exists for... Yeah, it's
1: the only haircut that has horns. Like, what are you doing, dog?
4: I mean, it could
2: be Owsley. (laughs)
1: They have the same haircut. But he doesn't have an... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) God damn it.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: But he doesn't have an eye patch.
2: No, he does not have an eye patch. Unless Daredevil fucks him up that way. Yeah, but how
1: tall is
4: Owsley?
2: I don't know.
1: He <laughs> can't be big, right? I would imagine that they're both pretty, like, four foot nothing dudes, right? That'd be a really <laughs> funny
2: bit if they, like, got, like, people confused them often. The owl's, yeah.
4: like, two inches taller and he won't shut up about it. <laughs> 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 it's like, do you know I'm taller than Wolverine?
1: Yeah, that's, like, his whole thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's he that's just latches onto that forever. Yeah.
0: But he also <laughs> goes to Rachel and Rachel's like, I can't help you. And then. Goes to Magic. Magic takes him uh, down to, to Limbo, Limbo.
4: Where they visit Master, <laughs> who's still in captivity from the 80s. And,
0: and he's like, look, I don't know where Strife is, but if you let me go, I will tell you anything you want to know. <laughs> and then they go back to torturing him, and they're just playing... um They're playing, like, recorders, right? Like, Yeah. And,
2: and but they're playing the... Uh, the oh, Unlocked 500 Miles song. 5,000 yeah, miles. 5,
0: miles. No, it's 500. Uh, 500. Yeah. It's 500. Yeah, they're playing that on recorders. On recorders. That would be... <laughs> that's one of the worst things oh, I, I could can think of. I have
2: sworn
4: it was 5,000. But also, that's, he's no. no that there... I... That's
1: 5,000 candles in the wind. Come on. <laughs> <pay your smile. laughs>
4: I got it. <laughs> but also, he's been there in limbo time for a century. So they've been doing that for a, for a century. Dude, I can't think that song
1: on a recorder for a... Se- yeah, that would for, drive... Litter. For
4: a demon... Oh
0: my god, yeah, That's so funny. <laughs> Holy shit. I like to think those demons take shifts too. Like
1: yeah. yeah, because they would also go crazy from playing that song. Yeah. There's just like a rotation of like 50 of them.
2: And it doesn't matter how long you've been playing the recorder. You can never be good at the recorder. It, it always it sounds sound- like someone
0: moving furniture. Like Yeah, it doesn't
1: <laughs> sound good. It's just not an instrument that sounds great. <laughs>
0: it reminds me of one time um I've played the ukulele on and off for years and years, and in college, mm-hmm. a friend of mine left his upright bass at my house <laughs> along with his, the bow for his upright bass, so I started right. playing the ukulele with a bow, and my roommate busted the room, he's like, you need to stop doing that right now. <laughs> oh my- he was like what? that sound.
2: What would you say that sound is akin to? I'm trying to imagine.
0: What a ukulele what the- played with a bass bow.
2: Yeah, is it like? Is it like just gerbils a sh- in a blender?
1: Is it just like- a shitty violin. It just it just
0: sounds like someone like moving a desk with metal legs <laughs> on a concrete floor back and forth. All right just it's this horrible screeching sound.
1: Awful. That sounds awful.
0: <laughs> and then like it, my my ukulele never played the same again cuz it had all that rosin all over it. So
2: <laughs> Well, good job.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was the same summer we turned my one friend's trombone into a gravity bong. Oh,
1: that sounds awesome.
2: <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Man, Scott kids are crazy. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking people who smoke weed are the, some of the most creative people on this planet. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. <man. laughs> well, he,
0: le- he, left his, he left his trombone at my house for a year, and then we ended up turning it into a gravity bomb because we didn't think he was coming back for it. And then one day he <laughs> called me up and he's like, oh, by the way, that trombone was a rental. I need that back. <laughs> well, And I was like, well, uh, you're, you're, you lost that deposit, bub. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: forgot we are talking
2: about X-Men. Yeah. Do you still have that? Because I feel like that's not a thing you ever give away.
0: What, the trombone? Yeah. yeah I, I gave it back. It was a rental.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, my I'm, man. I um, hope he kept it. Like You, you can't give it back to. to the rental place now that it's a ball. just keep it bond. in the case and be like, yep, here's your trombone. Well, I mean, okay. it still functioned
0: as a trombone, just very poorly. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: <laughs>
4: Oh my god. It, and, it just
2: like has it's like a bad motivator. I don't know what's going on.
0: Anyway. it's, I'm just, it's a sad trombone now. <laughs> Gonna have to cut that whole conversation.
4: Yeah, back don't to you, back to Don't Gable. you
0: dare. <laughs> so back to Gable. Uh he also goes to um to Wild side, who Wild is side. also like no fuck you.
3: <laughs>
2: well, he's especially like no fuck you. He's like, why would I help you when I was helping Strife for so long? Also <laughs> like
4: <laughs> He, they were just in the M.L.F. together. I don't. I don't think Wildside would know where he is. I mean, maybe. Yeah, so, I. I wouldn't think so either.
2: But he's he's definitely like scratching the bottom of the barrel here.
1: Yeah, he's he's run out of fle- he's like
4: desperate.
2: people
1: you can ask. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then uh, ends up in the shadow of Hope, which like this is what I've wanted. I've yeah, wanted this no. for so long. I <laughs> want like, a young Hope. Like- I, I want to hope Young Cable team up. Like that's what I was hoping would happen when Young Cable came around. He's and like, it looks like we lucky might get your it.
4: Daughter showed up.
0: Yeah. So funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, because you're, you're lucky your daughter showed up. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like Savage. being called a freak by Wildside—that's pretty mm-hmm. fucked up.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, I mean it is his daughter who's like older than him. Older than Young Cable, I guess. Yeah, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's yep. fine.
0: Yeah, time travel's weird. Yeah, time travel is weird. But yeah, so so young Cable and Hope are going to team up to try to find old Cable.
1: <laughs> Classic yeah, All team right, up. sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah, like, let's fucking do fucking
0: it. Fucking strap me in. I am ready for this. Like Yeah. I've been wanting more Hope. Like w- when Hope was part of the 5, I was a little bit disappointed cuz I was like, well that means Hope's never going to get to go on an adventure ever. Yeah, and, like, yeah, it's she's what too, she was... She's too crucial. And yeah. it's what she was raised to do. Like, she's a cable. So, this will be to fun. party
4: with the think tank, though. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> doing something I mean, right. Yeah. That's true. It's not
0: like she has a bad life or anything, but, you know, I just want to see her crush some skulls.
4: I mean, same. All right. That brings us to shout-outs. Yes! Shout it out! Uh, So, I have... Excalibur 19 by Teeny Howard, Marcus II, and Eric Arseniga. This um, book hurt my brain. Yeah, <laughs> I hurt my brain. <laughs> the, so, I just wanted to talk about this book quickly. The only things I wanted to say were that uh, we finally, after like almost 30 years, get a resolution to um, Betsy and Cannon's complicated, gross, shitty history. And the resolution is that there is no resolutions. It's not a puzzle to be figured out. It's just something. It'll just
2: always be a connection that they have, whether
4: they like it or not. Yeah. Also, there is a
0: goose that is a Captain Britain.
4: Hell yeah, there is. Yes, the return of the Captain Britain goose. (laughs) (laughs) The the
1: fabled Captain Britain goose.
3: (laughs)
4: Uh, And then uh, also the ending sets up... um, malice and i was like oh boy that yeah I, ha- I had to
2: get rj to explain to me who malice was i knew the name but i'd not like exactly anything else so. i think
4: my reaction was like cool that was my. i was like <laughs> all right malice was part of the original marauders and uh she is like a entity that possesses people
1: yeah i figured an entity that could possess any mutant probably not great news so That's i was like yeah, great. this, this is probably not going to end well f- for somebody
2: i also feel so seen by richter just <laughs> flying by the seat of his fucking pants trying to do sigil magic without, <laughs> without a pro- his like without magic words. teacher around yeah, and it's like all the data pages are him just like scribbling shit out, and he's like, "I don't understand why it's not working." And I'm like, "Yo, bro, same."
4: <laughs> now the most relatable. It's not
2: working because I mean. you're not confident in yourself, Richter. Jesus,
1: get your shit together. Come on, you got this. <laughs>
4: he's like, he like freaks out. He freaks yeah. the fuck out." Uh, yeah, that like, whole like, crazy. yeah, that
1: whole beginning of that is just screaming at people. It's not fucking working.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, now the character work with Canon Betsy, it's it's so good. I love this. Movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it yeah, was good. So there was just a lot going on, like, with yeah. the, of how they explained all this stuff. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm here yeah, for it.
2: If you haven't read too much with, like, knowing about their history, this yeah. is a really good, like, condensed, I like... Think,
1: yeah, they do a good job of, like, catching they up. Ju-
2: yeah, uh, of condensing that trauma yeah, and, yeah. and, like, executing that, like, processing
1: that trauma really well. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a great issue. Speaking of great issues, another shout-out. Uh, we got Stray Dogs number two um, by Tony Fleek's Trish Forstner. And- Trish, not
2: Trush.
3: <laughs> That's what Trish! I said.
2: Jesus. Oh, Sh- I out. just want to point out, we didn't get a chance to to like uh, do a correction on this, I believe, but this is entirely Sean's fault with this dumb fat... T- fingers he yeah. like wrote it down wrong mm-hmm. in in our sheet Trash. so that's why i said trush when issue one and, and
1: trish <laughs> let us know and it was hilarious <laughs> so if you're listening
0: that was awesome
2: Oh yeah she's fantastic she also everyone go let, follow her on twitter she also
0: let me have it this week on twitter because i didn't have stray dogs number two of my pull but what our shop doing? ran out
2: Wow. Well, yeah, so really well, it's my fault yeah. because my shop didn't order it. Just enough, excuses. So, what I, so I guess I'm
0: going to have to pre-order the next one or I'll be cyber-bullied yeah. some more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't forget, uh, Brad Simpson also on Colors. Don't want to forget that. So number two, just want to shout out. This is a great... Uh, I love the art in this. I, the whole 101 Dalmatians cartoon vibe with serial killers and... Uh, fucking animal abuse just like does something to my brain like it just it doesn't compute and it's <laughs> but it's great Um, uh-huh. we just kind of get some more into the story about like the dogs trying to figure out what's going on realizing the trauma they go into this like secret room that he has and that that's he just has a bunch of women's clothing and pictures Ooh.
2: he's got a bunch of um souvenirs yeah uh, trophies it would appear, yeah.
1: Um, the one dog gets like punished and like thrown into a, like a, a a freaking hot box, jet, it, hot box like, yeah. it looked like yeah just classic batman you know henchman villain stuff you know as we were <laughs>
0: man that's sort of, that's of another hop- thing that came up during yeah exactly uh, <laughs> yeah like, that's
1: what I thought dueling
0: <laughs> genre versus batman the animated series um
1: <laughs> but then they find it they see they uh the newest dog like grabs like some pictures and they're starting to show it to you know there's like there's like 15 20 dogs here and then this other dog fight is like oh that's that's my person too like so now seeing these pictures and seeing it like tr is like triggering this trauma like oh like these dogs are gonna start remembering like this dude killed our owners and took us i hope they all like eat his corpse something yeah i feel like they're gonna <laughs> slowly start all revolting right, because they even talked about like the one they t- he took the one dog out and he's like yeah we went to the park and um he just like took some pictures there's this woman and we played and I was just like oh,
3: no <laughs> this is not good
1: <laughs> don't let him do that anymore <laughs> stop that but yeah but again like just the whole the whole tone is just very brooding and doom but like the art is so bright and colorful and like it's just. It's such it's ver- a. Weird- it's very
2: all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, it just it it
1: it hits a weird part of my brain, but it <laughs> I really like it. It's um if you haven't checked it out, grab that first issue. It's it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, nah, the rules. Um, speaking of breaking your brain, <laughs> yeah, with art that doesn't match oh. the tone. Absolutely, um, I've got uh for shout outs. I've got a haha ha number three by W Maxwell Prince, uh, art by uh Roger Roger Landridge, um. Yeah. You can't it's, speak uh, during this review. Yeah. You have to mime it. I'm gonna mime gonna the podcast. That's a good idea. Po- we'll
4: we'll send the video link in the
2: description. I can, <laughs> and my webcam can, isn't
0: can, working, so Oh <laughs> shit.
2: And, and I can uh you know uh do the mime of, I can vogue the box, the <laughs> box that I'm in. Um But no, yeah, so of course, since this is a mime issue, it is also a silent issue, and I'm like, of fucking course the book about clowns has a mime issue and of course that's the silent issue. Why did not fucking Dude, see this? And coming? they do
1: some great little things in here <sighs> to like Oh the put storytelling put is brilliant. Visual those, storytelling yeah, is so like good. just something stupid. Like he turns the TV on but then just turns the then then mutes it. He's like yeah. even the mime just does he just want to <laughs> hear anything. It's just like
3: still
1: like that was great.
2: Uh but yeah just just real quick the uh the plot is basically he's trying to make money as a mime and is broke as fuck and tries to go like uh scavenge copper for money and he finds a robot in the dump
3: just a full-on robot
2: just full-on <laughs> robot and it and he becomes his like uh like sideshow partner and they He's like make a man. shitload of money yeah exactly so they make a bunch of money on the corner and then it turns out the robot is owned by an evil businessman and, and of course they both- they both die and it's really sad but like <laughs> also
0: the robot's name is marcel which i thought was funny because it's a mine.: and,
2: and he just keeps going bip. oh bip. the only dialogue in this book is bip
0: and just that's... money signs
1: and money signs um, i cannot believe i did not pick up on
3: that
0: the marcel marcel reference oh my god yeah that's <laughs> fucking brilliant i cannot believe i did not fucking figure... brilliant
2: yeah
1: nope.
0: jesus
2: yeah this one's great uh the art is so drastically different than anything in Ice Cream Man and the last two issues of Haha.
1: Ha. So um, again like just that classic cartoon animation like very yeah it's very got a Bruce very upbeat. Totally.
2: Yeah. Um and it and it works really well because then the sadness just hits you real hard that you weren't expecting. Yeah, yep.
1: it just hits so. in a, such a different way because like your eyes aren't ready for, like it, does, it doesn't match <laughs> what you're reading like it's, both the last two books same thing. I'm like it, it's Fucking nope. my brain up, man. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> fucking clowns, man.
1: Dude, They'll clowns. break fucking your heart, <laughs> <laughs> kid.
4: That's the theme of today's episode. Fucking
1: clowns. clowns. <laughs> fucking clowns, <laughs> man.
4: <laughs> I'm going to uh, rope Taskmaster
2: in with the clowns category. Yeah, yeah that's we'll, fine. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fair.
0: He's a bit of a clown. Yeah. So, um... How, how would y'all like some more Batman? Uh, I just yeah, we
1: got more. Love me some Batman. Batman. What
0: a shout real quick. Uh, Batman black and white number four. I think like I, I think a few of us had little bits that we wanted to shout out. So this is kind of oh, a totally, group shout yeah. out. Um, yeah. I, for one, really liked this first bit. Um, it's a day in the life of a bat in Gotham. <laughs> um, this is, who who uh, did that one? Yeah, This is by Joshua Williamson, Riley, Rosmo, and Darren Bennett. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have to, it, there's this guy who's like selling bats as pets in the black market and Batman has to bust it up. And then there's like this, this really nice, cute little thing at the end about him talking about the bats in the bat cave and how he typically leaves them alone. Because we should leave bats alone and not be mean to bats, <laughs> and you know it's been a tough year for bats. So like I, it's been
2: I, a very tough year for bats.
0: I I I, I kind of felt that pretty hard. I, I actually um I have bats um on my property. I I hung a bat box last last summer. Oh,
2: yeah, I nice. have a I have a bat box that like Zach's mom gave us like a year or two ago, and I I know that there's a specific time you're supposed to put it out that won't like fuck with their migration but I don't know when that is that I keep forgetting to do it. Well, so I, I, I need to like write myself a note.
0: Our Last bat box is out there. It has a little bat symbol on it, which I, I always thought was cute. but time like, I oh nice. got a
4: bat box, I had to take it down because there were too many Bruce Waynes in there. I was like, no, it's <laughs> not for you.
0: Stop that. It's full
3: of
4: orphans. <laughs> well, Why are there so many orphans, so many orphans in
0: my bat box? You want yeah. robins on your lawn? Because this is how you get robins <laughs> on your <the> lawn.
4: <laughs> They're just, Actually, yes, that's They adorable. just keep pecking at the bat box. I was like, no, leave them alone. Leave the bruces alone, Robin. We
0: once had a, a just a ton of robins in our in our yard, and I texted Rachel about it. I was like, "Wow, there's like 50 robins on the front lawn." And she texted back, she's just like, "For some reason, that put a mental image in my in my head of just a bunch of Dick Graysons roaming around the front
4: lawn." <laughs> I, you should have sent a picture back of all of them in like really terrible Photoshop outfits of Robin. <coughs> <be> so good,
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was my pick out of this book. I really liked that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I really like the uh, the Daniel Warren Johnson uh, story just called Checkmate, uh, which was a great, it was just kind of a two-part where Batman is getting captured by Two-Face, but also just beating the fuck out of all of his henchmen and the art Which, you know is awesome. what is
2: what is daniel warren johnson the best at if not just beating the fuck out <sighs> of people so you good know?
1: but on the other side it's alfred teaching dick how to play chess and really talking about it dick's like what's the strongest piece it's like that's not what this is it's all about strategy and not memorizing everything but when you get to a situation you haven't come across improvising and this is interspersed with Batman improvising to get out of this situation he's never been in. And it was a great, um, I thought it was a great overall story. Uh, the art was amazing. Um, it, was a, it was a really cool one. So good. Yeah, I really like this one.
2: Um, and I, I got a little story in there I wanted to shout out. Of course, it's my girl, Becky Cloonan. <laughs> Of course, of course, and it's about tarot. Uh, it's also Terry Dodson, so it's a win-win. Yeah, um,
0: I really but like. But essentially, this one. This yeah, one is
3: cool.
2: so good. And you know, we've we've even talked to, on this show specifically about Becky Cloonan and divination rituals. Like, I have her <laughs>
0: tarot deck. We
2: both do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: it's so good, but um, yeah, essentially, Batman is trying to uh, solve a murder, and it was the uh, the tarot reader um, in the circus who died. And essentially, she actually committed suicide, and she wrote that out in the cards, but he also followed the leads from all the cards, like, okay, so the Just emperor is the ringleader, and like yeah. the lovers are the Graysons, which I thought was really interesting. It also sets up like um like she mentioned specifically like the the victim the the suicide victim essentially was trying to warn the um the ringleader not to team up with. Tony Zuko, Mm -hmm. who as we know, murders the Graysons. So, (laughs) it's um, a fun callback. Yeah, Yeah. that was a really good little callback. But yeah, like, I just love uh, anything involving witchiness and Becky. So it was was fantastic. It was a
1: cool, it was a great, like, Batman detective type story, too. I
2: love it when Batman is actually a detective. Those are, like, my favorite stories. It was a really good
1: story with that.
2: Especially because, like, at the very end, he's like, Yeah, no, she killed herself. and, And Jim is like, you knew that all along. Like, why? Why go through all the trouble of like interviewing everyone? I and just he's like, to well, know cause, why. "I wanted to yeah, know, know Yeah, I needed to know why she did it. I needed to know her story because uh-huh. she was clearly trying to tell us a story. So yeah, yeah, it was
0: cool. So speaking of Detective yeah. Batman,
2: y'all like y'all like Batman? Yeah. We got some Batman. Yeah, Seeing so Batman while you Batman
1: <laughs> Big Bat Week. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Detective so, Comics top story thirty
1: four. Have, yeah, and yeah. So this is our first one since Future State, right? Yeah, yeah. For, for first detective? one of this team of this with, team with, for, since music. Future yeah. State. That's what I'm. Yeah. So this is the. It the might
4: the even be the first time we've talked about Detective on this show at all. It's gotta be
1: other oh, than God. Future State. I think it's ab- Yeah, absolutely. But, it's gotta yeah. be
4: Dan Moore on Batman is.
0: Dude, it's beautiful.
1: It's not fair. It's it's like it's not fair between him incredible. and
4: Jimenez on the main title.
0: Yeah, we're getting real spoiled like, right
1: now
4: with Batman art. It's the best Batman art. Of all time, <laughs> also yeah, Bell. Black and White. Jordy
0: Bel Air uncovers is a treat as well, or on un- mm-hmm. colors, rather.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, like I'm reading this and I keep forgetting I'm not. Like I know it's a different color, but it's got it looks it's got that same just, vibe as Once in the Future. Like I know that's yeah. Tamara, but like they, it's it's giving me that vibe. It just
4: not only is the writing amazing, but it just feels like my eyes are get like shoveling candy into them. I know. It's <laughs> I agree. so good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right.
1: So this actual story we kind of kick off it's um, Bruce Wayne is at um, like, a like a fundraiser for the, for the mayor who's basically talking about the vision for Gotham which I think as we're leading in is generally going to be like the peacemakers the ma- yeah. and the magistrate. But while they're there they get, <laughs> I love these stupid jokes, uh, they, <laughs> we, they get the party crashers, which seem to be like an offshoot or like a remnant from like the Joker war. So they explain
4: uh, it that it's these guys that got uh, tech from the Joker during the Joker war when Joker stole all the Wayne money. So yeah. it's Wayne tech f- fueled through Joker. And then, like, these still these remnants of, and the now they band.
1: have no, now they're kind of aimless, so horrifying, really. And in, yeah, it, right.
0: in my head cannon during that, the party crasher scene, Party Man by Prince is playing in the background.
4: <laughs> is that your theme song for the party? Crashers? That's awesome,
0: <laughs> it's gotta be.
4: Yeah, and they're
1: making just terrible shellfish jokes uh, as always. <laughs> yeah. Um, so naturally, Bruce Wayne immediately runs away to become Batman. To, to take care of this but <laughs> we have these you have the gotham elite basically getting attacked by these people while the mayor's trying to like promote his like solution to crime so it's not going too not great <laughs> yeah
2: and not not only a solution to crime is solution to yeah, and then they are vigilantes. all rescued by a vigilante yeah. like he's like all right where's the SWAT team like what's the SWAT status and then his bodyguards are like um the room has been cleared
1: Dude, this,
4: By Batman. This <laughs> so splash page
1: I like, with it. Batman I had, coming into... Oh, my I God. I had
4: this funny yeah. thought that was... The party crashers crash through the ceiling, right? But then yeah. Batman... Also crashes through the ceiling.
0: So like he, did, cr- he crashes did, through did, an unbroken part of so the ceiling. So did he? <laughs> he like <laughs>
4: set up? Like, did you think he got like a pane of glass and like reset it up? He's like, God damn it! They already. <laughs> <laughs> or or he found a different window right next. Like there were
2: two skylights. Also, and yes, instead of falling through this the broken one, this skylight, mine. he just broke a different. <laughs> also, yeah.
4: you have to think that like there's at least one person in there in charge of building maintenance, and he's like, oh God damn it! I was like, oh no, not the other window. <laughs> <laughs> I just had those
3: cleaned.
2: That's so much broken glass. That's I only
0: I... have one tarp. All right, you fucking assholes. Go, going back to um my my Marvel rewatch um where mm. Rachel and I have been watching the Marvel movies in order. We've been we started doing this thing where anytime a plate glass window gets broken, we'll race each other to say glass. <laughs> <laughs> so like there are some scenes where it's like glass, glass, glass. <laughs> it's like it's like a drinking game without the drinking.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
2: No, oh, because you'd be fucked up if you were drinking. Yeah, that. yeah.
0: And I mean, For if sure. I lived in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would start a plate glass repair business and be rich. Just make
2: yeah. millions. That's the that's the plot of Damage Control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs>
0: anyway, Batman.
1: Yeah. So after Batman thoroughly you. takes care of these vigilantes at a fundraiser to prevent vigilante justice, <laughs> <laughs> um, he cuts to his new Batcave because he has no money, oh, which is man. just old sewers
2: that he's like and he's just digging himself yeah, pickaxing yeah. away making
1: yeah diy cave um <laughs> but yeah they talk about that he's like you know the nice part about living closer to the center of the city you know is is better coffee but um the negatives are no parking and even less privacy and his neighbor <laughs> aggressively uh, invites invites him over just, for a like, party.
4: This is the first time Bruce Wayne has ever had neighbors. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. God, people. Yeah, oh, fuck. it's the worst. Yeah, Very. This lame. is how, this no is how party. I.
0: This is how I feel about some of my neighbors. Not all of them. I have some cool neighbors, sure. but there's some neighbors I'm like, please stop talking to me.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they kind of
1: he goes to this party, and again, it's a lot more of Gotham. Like you know, his neighbors. You know, well, you know, part of like Gotham, like not necessarily like the elite, but they're damn fucking close (laughs) Um, there's like a reporter there that's one of the better reporters in Gotham there's um, you know heirs to the people who like build a big part of Gotham tech fun people that kind of stuff and naturally it goes to the conversation about politics where they're like debating about the mayor I like there's just one comment where like the reporter's like I don't think the mayor knows what the fuck he's doing and Bruce was like if she didn't just steal my best bottle of scotch we would be really good friends
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love I love this whole scene, um, with all these like Gotham elite because it's not the corporate elite that was at that gala. Like that's no. like the real. Those are the big he- like big wigs. Those are like the money people. Those, those are, the are people d- whose
1: names are on buildings and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the
2: and the more corrupt, more like personal self-interest thing this is like the upper middle class probably yeah
0: like the instagram influencers of gotham these
2: are these are the gentrifiers uh and they they, they, yeah maybe they mean well and they're saying the dumb problematic shit that gentrifiers say (laughs) like you know it's like it's that like like liberal like oh yeah i i voted you know but like you're not actually doing anything like you're still damaging your community you know kind of thing yeah they know that it's
1: horrible but they don't relate or
0: really understand they have absolutely
2: no connection to what's actually happening around them in their own neighborhood so they're just they have bad takes because they don't know any better and bruce says it in the
0: narration like the the horrible stuff that's happening across the city is a story to them that they get to read like yeah, exactly. It's not something
1: that's actually happening to them or to the city. It's just it's happening to
2: other people. or to people anyone that, that they know yeah. because they're they're in their own little like. Exactly. It's also, kind
4: of is like an interesting perspective that Bruce has from like being even higher among them, but then also being Batman but, and yeah, for, forcing himself and into also now a role where not he sees being it. part of either of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you know they think
1: that he is, but he you know he's now part of the struggling uh people of gotham because he's has. i to mean he can relatively. still afford to
2: live in center city he'll he's richer than any of us will ever be well he may
1: have just he's m- just poor by batman's what's well, one of those things like you could like <laughs> he probably bought an apartment in the city before he lost his money that he doesn't have to pay anymore right so like he Maybe. can li- he can live there but like he doesn't necessarily have a lot of money you know what i mean cuz yeah, he's yeah, rich yeah, so he probably had more than one house. I also <laughs> I fair. also I like how That's how I read it at least cuz like how would he have that apartment?
2: I just assumed he's like regular person rich now yeah i <laughs> just yeah, I, I, yeah. like most
4: throwing out ten thousand dollars worth of equipment every time yeah. he <laughs> like yeah.
2: Yeah, he's yeah he's not he's not i have a private army's worth of weapons yeah he doesn't fuck you anymore yeah <laughs> he's, <laughs>
0: he's, he's still not got Oprah a lot of rich. money
2: but yeah. Uh, yeah he's not he's not Bezos rich he's like he's, he's doing um, all right
0: yeah, he's, he's doing, doing, he's doing alright. I, I I like that ha- he's he's talking about how like it hasn't affected these people because it hasn't really landed in their front yard. But it's like well, Batman just moved in next to them, so I have a feeling <laughs> that that might happen <laughs>
4: soon. Yeah. Yeah, but also hanging out with Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker's got like a whole like cyber samurai outfit. Where does he get that money? Hey, man, don't ask, don't, you know. I mean, I guess
2: he just only need one. Maybe he saved up. I'm just up. stoked he like, because- He uh, stopped eating the avocado toast
0: and, and just really- He just yeah, stopped saved. going out for coffee. I'm stoked
4: because exactly. Ghostmaker's going to get a backup in the um, uh, Batman main title eventually. Oh, so no, that's cool. That's cool. I'm excited to like yeah. just learn more about him. Yeah, same. So we cut back
1: to City Hall and them trying to figure out what happened and realizing it was the party crashers and you have- I don't know who this Neil person is. I guess, like, the mayor's, like, right-hand guy um, is, like, freaking out. It's like, yo, we got to do something about these people. And the mayor's like, all right, calm down. Just like, we're going to do a press conference. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, and then we kind of cut back to Batman tracking down the pot- party party crashers and them trying to fix their suit. But then you, you find out what they actually stole. And they just stole everyone's phones. They didn't didn't take anything else. They stole phones. So, and he thinks it's like might be a trial for like they're trying out for a new boss. Like, not quite sure what's going on, but it seems like the whole idea was they're stealing people's and they're not smart enough
2: to pull off something that would, you know, like like they're idiots. They're they're just henchmen. So, and this isn't their
4: mo at all. So, like, something's up. They also start getting phone calls on them that they stole.
1: Yeah, that they stole the messages, but I think they're, um, yeah, there's messages from an unknown, a knock-knock, and then it goes, cuts to Bruce's neighbor answering the door at one in the morning, Um, and then her not being there anymore. (laughs) Yup. And her... husband just like free (laughs) which is like this is such a great like normally they try to shy away from this economy he's like what the fuck what the fuck is happening look at this place she wouldn't leave broken glass everywhere like i love that they actually captured like what a person would do (laughs) and like instead of just like oh no my wife is missing you know like it felt like more real
2: what the fuck yeah Yeah. it was great also you can tell she's privileged because she opened the door at one o'clock in the morning (laughs) <laughs> if i open the door at one o'clock in the morning i have a gun like that's that fair. is the only you're reason a clown. i'm <laughs> yeah. i mean
0: in gotham it's pretty you're pretty you much a
2: clown with you <laughs> no i just mean specifically in philadelphia yeah. uh, if anyone knocks on my door at one o'clock this in the morning my... they're probably getting shot no yeah, matter this who is, this is my bad yeah, clown
1: <laughs> and, as, uh, and as adam pointed out i uh, hadn't been on their door and that's like the end of the tagline it's like oh look it's here it's at their door now. Yep. <laughs> but, it's literally at their door. And doors. it appears to be the last panels, like the mayor's like right hand guy covered in blood going so through that
0: what is probably sewers.
4: Bruce's sewers? Yeah.
1: Or
0: so. it's the turtles. He could accidentally wind up in New York <laughs> through a wrong turn in Albuquerque and then hey. you know.
2: Is this is this is this uh, Batman versus the Ninja Turtles part three? I is that
0: what's so.
1: happening? Dude. With this art, I'm in. Oh, my yeah, God, right? dude. Yeah, it'd be amazing. <laughs> um, And so that's the main story, and the backup story
4: is... um The continuation th- of the Robin backup from...
1: Yeah, The Demon or Detective by Josh Williamson uh, and Gleb Mel- Mel- Melkinov. Mel- Mel- ah, I totally fudge that name. <laughs> Gleb Melkinov. Okay. Um, and this is just the... Really, the they we kind of got a cliffhanger of Robin and Damien and Talia being attacked by these League of um, Lazarus. League of Lazarus is like, oh no, maybe one of them's going to die, and obviously, Damien and Talia killed them with no problem. <laughs> yeah, shocking. and now we're talking about they' they're going through, and now, um, there's going to be a tournament. Um, that the League of Lazarus is going to be hosting for some
0: reason. So <laughs> the Robin
4: book is just going to be a tournament arc, which is yeah. Amazing.
0: Ten of Swords, <laughs> Ten of Robins, Ten of Robins, <laughs> X of Robins, X
1: of Robins. Yeah, and this is pretty much just Talia basically saying, "Are you going to be the demon or the detective? Like, what are you going to do? Figure it out." Like, you also learned at- that
4: like the League of Assassins is like split into into three, to three factions, yeah. right? The League, of, uh, the
1: League of Assassins,
4: the League
1: yeah, of Shadows, Shadows, which and League of Lazarus. And League of Shadows has always been like talked about as, like, in whispers, like a myth almost. So, yeah, like,
4: so it's interesting that there's a third one. Yeah. And then the League of Lazarus kind of revealed their secret player for the tournament, and it's fucking Connor Hawk. I don't know if we've seen him in, like, 15 years. So there Yeah, I don't
2: think we've seen him since, like, Pre new fifty two at least. I don't
4: yeah, I don't know. They just forgot he existed. (laughs) And now they're basically worried.
1: Yeah, I love how the the lead into that was like, you know, oh man, I wonder if Damien joins a tournament, like are we prepared for that? It's like we're fine. What better way to take out a Robin than with a hawk? It's like, all right, bro, I see you. Bird puns. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) Bird pun (laughs) mic drops.
4: My favorite. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um Makes me even stories great the story. Yeah, like that being a lead into
1: Robin Number One makes me really want to like I kind of really want to read Robin Number One now. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm definitely gonna check that out.
0: So that's last week's books. Yeah. We did it, you guys. It was we did it. it was a short yeah, week for comics, but it wasn't a short episode of this podcast. So No, we don't do that. <laughs> we can talk. Yeah, we, we talk like to talk about things. <laughs> so what's uh what's up this week?
2: Oh. Beta Ray right, Bill! Oh Beta, boy, Beta right, Ray Bill! That's dibs. At- fucking dibs! Oh, Next dude, week is going to be a
0: loud episode, you guys.
2: I'm going to scream it's, if it's so not much, top story. Yeah. Y'all mind if I scream?
1: Uh, so looks like we got X Men
4: 19. Yeah, the Avengers Curse of the Man Thing and Black Cat <sighs> Black Cat
1: Oh, record breaking Spawn 316. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Batman Catwoman, Strange Adventures, Department of Truth is out again. Yeah. Looks like a, a Silk number one. Yes, oh, finally. Cool. cool. I like Silk. Um, decorum uh, looks like it's Superman back.
2: versus Imperius Lex, the holdovers from Future, Future State.
1: with like the nice. only yeah. holdover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a new image number one, Shadecraft looks kind of cool. Uh,
4: by the writer of the amazing uh, Skyward that is deeply underrated. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I'm excited to check that one out. Uh, Giga number three. I feel like that was on break for a while. Yeah, or yeah. It's, there's it's been, been some a kind of delay. Since... Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. That's coming out.
2: Um, something called Witch Blood, which looks very that much up, looks up another power alley. Another
1: image number one, right? No vault. Oh, that's vault? Yeah, it's vault. Okay, yeah. Sorry.
2: One One of the covers looks like our buddy Val Halverson, but I don't think it is. Uh, it's very close, though, which mm. is just means it's it's my my shit yeah it looks really cool yeah
4: oh the other history of dc universe the katana issue comes out oh okay
1: all right well we got some books that are we're gonna talk about then. yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh we'll see you next week when they're last week's comics um make sure you check us out on twitter and instagram at last week's comics and uh join our patreon now is the perfect time to join our Patreon. Um, as we're talking all things Batman, the animated series on Dueling Genre Versus, uh, I'm hosting that show along with the other three people you've heard so far on this podcast today. I've been on a lot of episodes. It's been a lot of fun to revisit that show. Uh, this, a lot of laughs. This
2: much Batman is what you call sinners. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of like
0: it. it the, it's the perfect thing. Like we we picked up the patrons voted on batman the animated series and then batman comics started getting real good so sure did i get to talk about batman more often than i usually do so join our patreon listen to our patreon content um and please support your local comic shop uh get out there buy some comics and we'll see you next week for myself casey sean and rj this is tales from the short box Goodbye, everybody.